You're listening to the Gospel Project for Adults Weekly Leader Training, helping you guide your group through its study of the storyline of Scripture. Hey there, thanks for joining us for the weekly leader training for the Gospel Project for Adults. I'm Aaron Armstrong, and today we are discussing Unit 32, Session 3, The Church is United in the Gospel. So this session focuses primarily on 1 Corinthians 1, but also takes a little detour into John John's Gospel as well, as we look at the, the high, uh, Jesus' high priestly prayer as an example. But um, in this session, we are seeing that the Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Corinth to address several problems that they were facing, one of which was the issue of division within the church. So the church at Corinth had lost sight of its unity in the gospel, and through Jesus' death and resurrection, believers are brought into one body to live in harmony and unity as an expression of the power of the gospel. So In other words, God unites the church by the gospel of Jesus Christ, the one thing that binds us together amid great diversity. And because we have been brought together with God through Jesus, we unite with a local church and live humbly and graciously with one another. In this session, we need to understand that the church's unity is a necessity and not a luxury. It is a must-have, not a nice-to-have. And when we walk in unity... We experience the fruit of Jesus' high priestly prayer. And so that's why we go into John's gospel as well. So the really big idea, just to reiterate here, it, that we find in this session, we are looking at the unity of the church, which is also our central doctrine for it as well. And so we've got lots of resources already created for you for additional prep and study and exploration through the Hear of the Story podcast, through the 99 Essential Christian Doctrines and um, the 99 and 99 video series. You can find all of that at gospelproject.com. And really what you want your group to see coming out of this session is how the gospel creates unity within the local church and within the church universally. In Christ, we are one people and not many disparate groups, despite whatever traditions and backgrounds we may or may not come from. If we believe the gospel, if we hold to the centrality of Jesus' life, death, and resurrection as primary, as Paul describes in the letter to the Corinthians, then nothing should divide us. But we know that that's not always the case. I mean, too many of us are divided over secondary and tertiary issues, issues that um, have varying degrees of importance that are worth discussing, but um, we don't always do a great job of. We don't know, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that we don't know how to properly debate and discuss without putting people we disagree with in the category of heretic. That's a word that's very strong. And it's like throwing out Hitler in an argument. You don't throw that out there because you can't take that back. Um, It's a conversation ender or a killer of it, I should say. Um, But why do we do that? Why is it that we are prone to making very hard black and white judgments. Well, some of it comes down to our lack of understanding around the distinction between unity and uniformity. So uniformity says that we must all be alike. We must be the same. 
We must think, dress, speak, act. All of that should be the same. And if we don't, then there is no such thing as unity. We can only be united to people who are like us and who believe the way we do. So disagreement in this mindset presumes that only one person is right and that the other person is wrong. And that one person who is wrong is likely outside the faith entirely. Where unity, however, allows for distinction or diversity. We agree on the essentials and we discuss everything else and often vigorously. But we always seek to do it with a spirit of charity. So in other words, unity's starting point is that so long as there is agreement on the essentials of the faith, we are brothers and sisters in Christ. So in other words, you have a very different kind of discussion with someone who denies the gospel than someone who affirms it. You have a different discussion with someone who denies the Trinity than someone who agrees on that position. And in those discussions too, you want to pursue you want to be charitable and you want to be kind and you want to be gracious, but you don't come to those discussions with with the baseline understanding that we agree in the gospel because we don't. And that's where this session is going to be really helpful for your group. It is a reminder of this essential unity that we have in the gospel as the church and that this unity, which is something Christ prayed for, and prayed that we would have, and that not only that we would have, but that we would maintain, is what makes the church unique in the world. It is something that ought to draw people toward the church as non-believers see the beauty of our unity, as they see us loving one another. And that's because that's what that that's what Christ said is is that we would be known by our love for one another. So in light of that, I would strongly encourage leaving a great deal of time for discussion around the application questions in this session, which are on page 98 of your leader guide. And these focus on how specifically your group members will strive toward unity. So don't leave this discussion in the theoretical, which is really easy to do and really tempting to do, honestly. We love to do stuff like that as people because it's easier than actually having to deal with our own junk. But don't do that with this issue. Focus in, look at where is it that you, you as a leader, where have you perhaps not lived up to the picture of unity that scripture offers? Be willing to share that with your group. Discuss what pulls you all away from unity as well. Is it the rhetoric on social media? Is it news outlets? Is it maybe even compelling teachers that that you all listen to beyond your local church? And that's not saying that 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 the the people that we listen to beyond the church, uh, beyond our local church, are people we shouldn't listen to. And in the same way that books are are not a bad thing all that kind of stuff, but we need to consider what we are taking in. And most importantly, we need to pray together, and please make time for this. Pray together that God would give you a renewed or a strengthened passion for unity in your local church for the good of the gospel. 